0: The Phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Here on the BetQL network. Now simulcast for the next couple hours by our friends at Stadium, so the people watching us on Stadium right now, we appreciate you. We got tons of great NFL betting content, college football betting content, even a little soccer betting content as well to get you set to bet and win this weekend. Watch Stadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon Fubo, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. Also, a sincere thank you to everyone checking us out on satellite radio the, uh, this week, the first week that uh, Ken and I have been on satellite radio here with you better you bet, Sirius Channel two hundred seventeen and XM Channel two hundred five. As always on a phenomenal football Friday, great guests are coming up. Colin Wilson joins us in twenty minutes. Anthony Debundo joins us in forty minutes. Our BetQL network teammate Ryan Horvat coming up in an hour. Lachma still to come, the big ass power hour still to come with all our bets for Sunday in the National Football League. And we will give you our baseball bets not only for tomorrow's game ones of the divisional rounds of the postseason, but also all our futures thoughts in Major League Baseball as well. For the playoffs, our friend Sam Panayotovich is going to join us in just a moment here. But um, we went to break, Ken, talking about this Detroit Lions injury report. The news coming down right that you know Amon Ross St. Brown doubtful, Josh Reynolds questionable, Jameer Gibbs questionable, Jamison Williams questionable, and he's just coming off the gambling suspension. And I asked you, like, dude. Is Carolina getting bet if all these guys are maybe going to not play in the game and the Lions are going to have, like, Khalif Raymond and Marvin Jones and Sam Laporta as the main options for Jared Goff? The answer at that point, Ken, when I asked you, was no. We still had 10s right. across the board. Have we seen any movement since then here on the Lions-Panthers game in real time?
1: Yeah, just we were just early. This happened with an injury report uh, last week at some point, two or two weeks ago, where, like, the dog hadn't gotten bet because the tweet had just come out. And I was like, nope, like, you— you know, there's sometimes there's like a 32nd grace period here, like a two minute wait before you see the board start to kind of get bet with that information. So that happened, right? The board didn't move. And then we started talking about something else and then we go to break and Carolina gets bet, And I even got a note from somebody who was like, hey i hey detroit bad injury report i just bet 10 was like the note i just got from somebody so like everybody everybody was kind of like thinking the same way it just took like a minute for that to get into the market so the current consensus price right now so remember detroit was a 10 point favorite they're now a nine and a half point favorite basically everywhere and there's a couple nines on the board so basically like that's like how that information was interpreted in the market was like the the difference between the teams is a little less i think that makes a lot of sense
0: Apologies to our pal Sam Paniadovich who's been waiting on hold uh, patiently. Sam, thank you very much for that. Sorry, we just wanted to make sure we did the, the Panther stuff because it's happening in real time. Our first guest today is the great Sam Paniadovich. Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. You watch Sam talk sports betting with our friends over in Nessun. You read Sam on FoxSports.com, and you also check out the the, the Bears Bets podcast as well uh, with Chris Felika and Jeff Schwartz and company. Sam on that every single week. And you listen to Sam's sports betting podcast. It's awesome. Find it wherever you find your podcast. That podcast is Chicken Dinner. and. Sam joins us here on a Friday. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going?
2: It's going well, man. It's funny how these numbers sort of affect our brain in September, and then we get new numbers in October, and we are doing mental 180s. I know we'll talk about the Patriots game later. It's so funny because I love their under heading into the season. You are under eight, under seven and a half. I was in love with that bet. And now I can go over six and a half at – Plus one ten, and I might do it because I'm a crazy person. But it's like it's crazy, like how we perceive numbers a month ago to how we perceive them now. It's fascinating.
1: Well, and Sam, especially with college football, I know you spend a ton of time on that. That it's, it feels like it's even more true there. Like until you see it, like oh, like that's what. Texas is, or that's what Florida State is, or that's what Colorado is. I guess would be a really good example. Like you just don't know. Why don't Why don't we lead off with A and M Alabama? Just because this I kept talk about you know twisting ourselves in pretzels and and not knowing what to do in a game. So Bama's been like two and a half a lot of the week. Then in the middle of the week, A and M gets bet. Some of that may have been connected to rumors that Jalen Milrow, Alabama's starting quarterback, may have had like an injury in practice. That's all very unconfirmed. And now we're back to Alabama two and a half again. So, again, the pretzel, the twists and turns, like, I like this team. Now I like this team. What What are you doing here? Bama two and a half on the road, total 46.
2: It's a fascinating football game, isn't it? And I'm glad that it's this weekend because, you know, this is not really a loaded card. We have the Red River game in this game. But this is this is the highlight of my week for sure. And I'm taking Bama down. Look, even if Milrose 100%, I was going to bet A&M. Let me start with that. Um, I have these two teams can equal on a neutral. I've got them both 118. So saying that and and putting you know a six point home field on Texas A&M, you know my numbers would have A&M as a six point favorite. Now it would never get that high because you couldn't make it that number. Everybody would bet Alabama, but I feel like I feel like defensively A&M is going to take away the very limited things that Bama can already do. I mean, we've watched this team. They have sucked when you compare them to other Alabama teams. I mean, just, you know, hanging around with USF and not UCF, USF, you know, not really putting middle Tennessee away until the second half, um, getting outmanned and out by Texas. They just haven't been a good offense. And I think the pass rush, for A&M is going to get home we heard the report that Milro may have tweaked something I don't think he's a hundred percent and he's also been benched this season where is he mentally this is just a weird Alabama team and I'm sorry guys if I have two teams equal on a neutral and I can get points at home in front of 102,000 people
0: I'm going to pull that trigger Hundred and two like when you when you say it like that, it makes it sound really yeah, appealing. I i there's a lot of people. I, 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 of people. I, I love Sam's handicap of that game with Alabama and A and M. Sam, uh, speaking of like UCF, uh handicap of UCF in Kansas coming up this weekend here. Uh any bets in this game?
2: I like the over quite a bit. Um on Monday it was sixty two, and I this happens all the time. There are people in Vegas that make nickel bets on Mondays and move the line three points and it drives me insane. Not to get down a tangent, but it just like, just wait until Wednesday and then we can all get down what we want. Um, That said, the line is 64 to 65. I've been told all week that John Rice Plumley is going to play at UCF. This has sort of been the plan all along. Um, He was in pads during warm ups last week. He watched the entire game on the sideline in pads. This was sort of the plan there on campus, and it hasn't really been reported yet, but I'm telling you, he's going to play. I feel very good about it. I know Daniels is out too at Kansas, but Bean has proven to be a guy who can move the ball at Kansas. They have a very good offense. Lance is awesome. Their head coach, Lance Leipold, at like manipulating safeties. They get home run plays. And Kansas and UCF guys, they don't really stop anybody. I mean, UCF got pounded by Kansas State. They let Baylor crawl all the way back in uh, last week in a game that was 36 35. If Plumlee's in, this number is going to go higher. And I, I think 64 is attainable for a lot of you right now. Over 64, don't go over 65 when you can go over 64.
1: Sam, uh, another college game. I spent a lot of time thinking about this one. My, my, my comment here is, I really hope you're right. Uh, Oregon State was about nine at Cal in Pac-12 play. Um that number is now seven and a half, so some money is coming on Cal in the game. So still more than a touchdown in terms of key numbers. We haven't really moved around at all. Uh, total fifty-one. Oregon State obviously off to a great start this year. What do we like here?
2: I was hoping, honestly, Ken. I was hoping I was going to get ten, and that looks like it's probably not going to happen. So when I saw those offshore shops crawl from nine and a half to nine, I a nine's not a common landing number by any stretch of the imagination. But when you see these big offshore books go from nine and a half to nine, you're like, all right, I should probably get the hook while I can, just in case something weird happens. I love Wilcox as an underdog. I mean, I've been betting this guy for a handful of years now. I want to say the sample size is 35, 40 games as a dog, and he's hitting around 67%. Um, This is a bigger number, obviously, north of a touchdown. I, I still like Cal I, I liked it more at nine than I do at seven and a half but you, you got to do what you got to do sometimes uh, DJU is just super inconsistent and erratic and that offense has the potential to be really good but I, I don't think he's the guy I mean clearly he wasn't the guy at Clemson he's not the guy really here I mean he's the team's been good but it's not because he's like an all-star caliber player he's just been doing the little things for them to win and Cal's gonna throw a lot of twists and turns at them defensively Wilcox comes from that defensive school. I just think this is a a popular spot. People are going to bet Oregon State because they just beat Utah, and now they're 15th in the country. And There's a late-night game at Cal. Weird things happen out west at night. I, I think anything north of a touchdown is something you can still think about.
0: You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. It's a phenomenal football Friday, and we are very happy to be talking college football and the National Football League and the Chuckle Game coming up in a little bit with our good friend Sam Paniatovich of Nessen Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam on Twitter, at SP Shoot. Uh, Sam, this piece of news has just come down as it regards the Patriots-Saints game, and I know you have a betting thought there coming up in Foxborough this weekend. Uh, Derek Carr, New Orleans quarterback, Officially listed as questionable on the injury report with his shoulder injury, a couple Saints beat writers are saying that Carr is almost a certainty to play in the game, practice in a limited fashion Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But anyway, like we watched the game last week. This dude's not 100%, and like, we can have a conversation. like, Should they play him? Should they play Jameis Winston? It Carr's going to play. We think it's going to be Derek Carr, and he's less than 100%. Uh, how does that impact, Sam, the way that you want to bet the Patriots and the Saints coming up at Gillette this Sunday?
2: I mean, it's the same thing from a power rating standpoint. An injured Derek Carr is worth the same as Jameis Winston. It, it doesn't really matter if David or David Carr. Like I said, Derek Carr. Obviously, um, I mean, if he's hobbled and he has a shoulder issue, he's he's just not the same guy. And you know, Winston can move the ball, but not as well as like elite quarterbacks. So Jameis is fun to gamble on. It's fun to have the over in a Jameis game, but I don't I don't want to bet Jameis. Look, I wrote this on Nesson today. I said. The Patriots are one in three. They've lost to three really good teams, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Miami. That's worth something, right? The Saints can't score. The last 10 games they've played, they've scored 21 one time. I mean, people think of New Orleans, and I think they close their eyes and just, like, think about Drew Brees and Sean Payton and Marcus Colson, and it's just not, it's not the same offense. It hasn't been for a while. And – Until New England starts losing to guys like Carr, Winston, Sam Howell, Anthony Richardson, Mitch Trubisky, Zach Wilson, when the Patriots start losing to those guys, you know it's over for Belichick. I'm watching his presser this morning. He's cracking jokes about the weather. He's in a good mood. He's basically beaming because you know he found something on film that is going to expose the Saints offense, and the Patriots are going to win because they're a short chalk in Foxborough where Offense usually goes to die, especially a dome team going outside. This is just that game that Belichick wins. You know, Judon's a big loss, but you can replace Judon. Can't replicate it, you can replace it. You can replace a rookie cornerback with J.C. Jackson. Bill's going to find a way to beat whether it's Carr or Winston. It doesn't matter to me. The Patriots, we all know they win this game. We all know it.
1: Another small spread. I totally agree with you, by the way. I like the Patriots and the under in the game as long as Carr plays. And Nick does too. But like I I want Carr to play to make those bets. I just haven't bet it yet. Um, And we're seeing the total actually get bet down right now. No more more 40s left on the board in this game, uh, which I guess isn't that surprising. Sam, in about 30, 45 seconds here, what are you doing with the Houston-Atlanta game? Houston kind of like the popular team the last couple weeks. Atlanta laying one and a half at home.
2: Yeah, this is turning in to be a very popular underdog, and we don't need to wax poetic about oh, how those are usually bad. I mean, I'm talking to these guys in Vegas. So, like, yeah, they're betting us the Texans. Like, they, they never bet the Texans. Everybody's betting the Texans. The wise guys, the the Joes, the pros, everybody. And I, I'm going to lay one and a half because I was ready to lay three. And, yes, I will lay sub three with Atlanta. I like their defense, really good cornerbacks. Um, how many A games or B games is Houston going to play this year? Not a lot. So, I, yes, I will bet against the popular Texans this week.
0: All right, so Sam rolling with the Falcons as a short home favorite against Houston. Um, Sam, this is le- this has left us now a good amount of time for our favorite segments of the week, the good old chuckle game with our friend Sam Panayotovich. So, Sam, hit us with the chuckle game for this week, the rotation number and everything, please, in all its glory for our listeners and viewers.
2: Well, let's start with the uh, the check on the record. Uh, we've given five of these out. They're three and two. So, you know, that's that'll do. 60% will do. Um, 309036. We are going to Rhode Island and Brown. Uh, Saturday on the FCS. I can hear the laughter. I know you guys are laughing right now because, of course, yep, you are. Sorry,
1: I was muted. We bet on Brown. I was muted, Sam. I was laughing. We.
2: I still heard the laughter. like In my brain, I knew you were laughing. <laughs> The quarterback at Brown is very good. And we talked about this kid when we took them plus, like, 17 at Harvard. His name is Jake Wilcox. He's already thrown for 1,100 yards, 70% completions, eight touchdowns, no picks. This offense hums, and they throw the ball all over the yard. They don't really play much defense. Brown this year, 29-25, 34-31, 42-20. So Brown's going to play the type of game that Brown wants to play. Then you got Rhode Island. Hey, Rhode Island scored 35, 35, 34, 49. These are two teams that score. And defense is, how do we say it in the FCS, sort of optional. You can get a 60 right now. I, obviously, these lines don't come out until tomorrow morning at most shops. But anything in that 60, 61, 62 range is going to be an over bet on 309.036. Uh, that's the Brown game against Rhode Island. We like the over.
0: Sammy, that is absolutely sensational. We're out of time. Sam on Twitter, at SP shoot. Watch him on Nesson. Read him on Fox Sports. And listen to the Chicken Dinner podcast. Coming up next, we'll get college football bets for the weekend with our good friend Colin Wilson from the Action Network.